You have nothing to say? I have nothing to say Why except you? for what's popping. <laughs> Welcome to Kernels and Duds. I'm JT. And I'm Jacob. I tried to catch you again with uh, just the random pre-show but talk. I'm too smart. Yeah. My spidey senses were tingling. <laughs> <laughs> with the spidey tingle? Ooh, not only is this Kernels and Duds. No, sorry. This is Kernels and Duds Season 2. Season 2? Oh, yeah. We never talked about that. <laughs> so, uh, basically, we got lazy for a little bit and didn't record anything for a while. And then my laptop broke. Mm. And then JT's laptop wouldn't work. Oh, yeah. And so, there was like uh, two months that we didn't make any episodes. And as I was getting ready to upload the last one we did, we were like, oh, what if we just said it was Season 2? And then the break makes sense. You didn't have to tell them that. <laughs> sure I did. <laughs> We're honest with our audience. Mm. All six of you, as yes. as estimated by Anchor Analytics. Woohoo. Six of you, and that means that there's at least one of you in Germany right now, because it's still 10% German, so let's go. Hey. Yeah, how's it going? I always want to shout you out, because I don't know who the fuck from Germany is listening to this, but like, keep going. I appreciate you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um... So anyways, yeah, as alluded to by you, I'm talking about Spider-Man. New Spider-Man. 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 Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, yeah, so I guess we're just going to get right into it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I apologize for my voice today. Uh, weather or whatever, I don't know. It's probably the Omnitrix variant, but... Oh, you think so? Good thing we're sitting two feet away. Very from each close other. to each other. I hope everyone got that schmeaty gulp on the mic too. Mm. Anyways, so Spider-Man. Here we go. After Quentin Beck posthumous po- oh, posthumously, isn't that how you say that? Mm-hmm. Uh, after Quentin Beck frames Peter Parker for murder and reveals his identity as Spider-Man, Parker, his girlfriend MJ, best friend Ned Leeds, and Aunt May are interrogated by the Department of Damage Control. Lawyer Matt Murdock gets gets uh, Parker's charges dropped, but the group grapples with negative publicity. After Parker, MJ, and Ned's MIT applications are rejected, Parker goes to the New York Sanctum to ask Stephen Strange for help. Strange suggests a spell that would make people forget Parker is Spider-Man. Parker repeatedly requests alterations to let his loved ones retain their memories, which corrupts the spell, but Strange contains it and angrily makes Peter leave. So and there's half the movie. I say, that's, the whole, that's like the whole first act yeah. uh, summarized. I mean, yeah, this is, what we, this is what we do. We break it down. We don't try on these plot synopses. Synopsis? Synopsi. Synopsi. Platypi. Yeah, we don't try because we read it off Wikipedia, but anyways... Mm. I'm just giving away all of our trade secrets right Wikipedia now. Wikipedia is an important source. You guys should go donate. It gives yeah. me the message that I should donate every time. <laughs> um, They're really hurting. But anyways, yeah, so it picks up, like, literally exactly where the last Spider-Man movie left off. MJ and Peter are, like, in the middle Swing of the street. Around. Yeah, and... Uh, Jameson comes over because the Daily Bugle is like InfoWars in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So he comes over and he's like on a big billboard screen and like, are they in Times Square? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about New York, so it's probably Times Square because it might as well be as far as I'm concerned. And They're in a big place with a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. So Quentin reveals that Peter's Spider-Man and everybody's like oh what the fuck you killed Mysterio you're Mm -hmm. a bad person because everybody still thinks that Mysterio was like this extra dimensional hero that was gonna save them they don't know the whole plot so they don't know who he really was yeah they don't know that he was full of shit chilling huh need to take a shower bro he doesn't shower (laughs) I heard that I think you're the one that told me that I know 
gross. Take a shower. Depressing, actually. It looks he's great like, for not showering. He's an attractive man. Yeah. I didn't know he didn't shower. Um, <laughs> anyways, so uh, Peter and MJ have to, like, run away, and, like, it's pretty cool. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that, like, I don't know, just, like, little character stuff. So, like, they s- spend a lot of time on, like, Peter and MJ trying to escape the hordes of angry people in the street. Yeah. And it's nice because you just get to see them interacting a lot. <laughs> it's kind of funny whenever they first take off, like, from the... Like, they're getting surrounded by people, and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. you killed him or whatever. Yeah. And, like, they first, like, web, web swing away. Um... Because, like, somebody, like, actually tries to, like, jump and catch Peter. <laughs> like, they jump off the cab and try to dive after him. You can't yeah. do that. And, and, like, it's just fun to see, like, she's scared and he stops without thinking, like, on a fucking beam of a bridge. Yeah, and she's, like, freaking him. out. <laughs> and so, like, it's cool to get to see them interact more. Oh, and then they go back home or to Peter's apartment. Oh, yeah. And, and like, like, Happy and May walk in on them, freaking out, thinking they're about to have sex. Yeah, because Peter's got, like, his his uh, suit halfway off. Yeah. And Happy walks in, he's like, what's going on in here? And then they both, everybody just gets really fucking awkward. Oh, and poor Happy just got dumped, too. Oh, yeah, and May just dumped the shit out of Happy. Big rip. <laughs> um, <laughs> Speaking of rip. Don't. <laughs> We're not there yet. We'll get to it when we get to it. Um, but anyways, yeah, we get to see Matt Murdock introduced to, like, big screen MCU, because I'm pretty sure they had Daredevil was part of the MCU, right? Like, on Netflix a long time ago? Yeah. I don't know if the Netflix shows are considered MCU or not, but they're Well, definitely... they were, because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was. Yeah. Because um, it had Peggy and everything. Because that was before Disney Plus was a thing. True. Um, so I don't know, because I never watched the Daredevil show, so I don't know... Me either. If, uh... It's the same, like, Matt Murdock actor. It is. But is it? Okay, I cool. Seen it. So I guess they're, like, officially recognizing that show in the MCU now. <clears throat> but you get to see him, like, interacting with them, and, like, somebody throws a brick through um, the apartment window, and, like, he catches it. And <laughs> he was like, how did you do that? He said, I'm a really good lawyer. I'm a really good lawyer. Yeah. So anyways, you get to see him, and, like, um, it's actually kind of an interesting part, too, because it's... I don't know. I feel like it's socially relevant of, like, you can technically not do anything wrong and then be cleared in, like, a court, like, Mm -hmm. because you didn't actually break any laws. But if people don't like you, your life is still kind of fucked. Well, yeah. There's, like, the court of public opinion where he says that he hasn't passed the court of public opinion. But also, as Peter is freed, it it seems like, oh, it's just going to get pinned on happy. Yeah. Well, not just happy, though, because, I mean, like, it's when they're talking about them getting rejected from colleges, it's actually, that literally was, like, the whole first act of the movie. No, but I meant, like, <laughs> like based off of, like, actual Oh, like, happy law, was probably like going to go to jail. Like, going to get in trouble for it, happy is... Yeah, because he, like, stole yeah. a bunch of Stark tech or not whatever. Not just public opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but I think, I don't know, I think the public opinion thing is cool. It's just, like... No, agreed, yeah. It's just an interesting, like, thing to see portrayed in a movie, because, you know, there's a... I don't know. I don't want to get too off into the weeds in, on this, but... Do it. Um, well, because, you know, like, there's cancel culture versus, like, accountability, and people are, like, debating over, you know, how people should be treated if they mess up, and, like, what's holding somebody accountable and what's going too far, like, what should they be allowed to do if they fuck up publicly, and I don't know. I feel like this movie portrays that in a way that's, like, humorous at times, but still actually kind of like I said, socially relevant, because, like, Peter didn't do anything wrong, and somebody lied about him, and he, like, goes to court and gets cleared, but everybody still hates him, and, like, mm-hmm. he can't go to college, 
and there's like, the part where he goes to like his high school and the, even the teachers the teachers like, like divided on it, yeah. on it and then <laughs> Hannibal Burris like they built like a like a little yay Spider-Man goes here like trophy <laughs> yeah. room or whatever and Hannibal Burris is just like lies <laughs> you're a murderer we know what you did yeah I don't know I just think it's cool and like it's interesting for a movie like an MCU movie especially because I feel like they try to be very safe with those because it's Disney Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it's interesting to like explore that social aspect of like how vitriolic uh, discourse in the modern day can be. I think it's pretty cool. Oh wow! Anyways, vitriolic. Hey, so, I uh, have word of the day toilet paper. Afterwards, they go to MJ's job at the coffee shop or whatever. They open up their letters, and none of them got an MIT. Like, it wasn't uh, just MIT. That was like the MIT oh, was a school. Several shoes. Yeah, it's, it's like a montage of schools that yeah. they don't get into. But it ends with MIT, and they didn't get in. It's sad, and kind of also sad. Flash shows up, and he's like trying to like. It's interesting what they do with Flash. Okay, mm-hmm. we're going off on a little tangent because like. You kind of start to, like, yeah, he's a dick, and he makes Penis Parker jokes and stuff like that. And he, he's still, like, the bully Flash, but he's different in this iteration, just like all of them are. Since it's a school of science, he's really just a nerd who calls Peter names. Yeah. But also, like, in this, uh, in no, far from home, far from home, yeah, he comes home from the trip, and his parents aren't there, and you're like, oh, no, Flash is all alone. Like, there's no one who actually cares for him, and he shows up with an MIT shirt on trying to, like, be like, hey, we're all friends. Let's go to MIT, and he's like, woo, and they're just like, uh. Yeah, and all three of them are like, we didn't make it. Um, <laughs> because we're Peter's real friends. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Damn, poor Flash, man. Yeah. Well, but he still he writes like... the book of memory. <laughs> Flashpoint. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's like that whole subplot. I forget. Well, like, yeah, Flash is an annoying dick, but there is like a little bit of like, oh, you know. Yeah, like his parents don't give a shit about yeah. him. And he has so, like, no friends. Yeah, he like actually. acts out for mm-hmm. attention and everything. So, um, yeah, but after they get their rejection letters from MIT, Peter like notices some Halloween decorations that are still up for some reason. Yeah. Um, and he goes, he just, like, one of them's a wizard, and he's like, oh, yeah, Doctor Strange. I know a wizard. I know a wizard. So he goes to the Sanctum, like, says, and uh, the scene is actually different in the trailers where Wong's like, don't cast that spell, and then Strange winks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, when Wong leaves, he actually just says, don't involve me in this. And it's actually, like, a way heavier scene than it was in the trailer. And the trailer was, like, yeah. funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this one, Wong sounds, like, genuinely terrified. Mm-hmm. He's like, don't just, yeah. don't, don't let me, let me get out of here first. And you know? Wong is, like, the new Sorcerer Supreme, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's right, because uh, Strange blipped out. Mm-hmm. So, Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. That was pretty funny, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Oh, yeah, go Wong. Well, like... Pedro for president. Wong thinks it's a big deal, but... Uh, Dr. Strange doesn't think he's have a good of a deal because he's like, remember that party? Uh, that one party here? And he's mm-hmm. like, no. And he's like, exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> I've like, used it before. <laughs> well, it's kind of cool, actually, because I feel like Dr. Strange, like, the outside of his first movie, the only time we really see him is in Infinity War mm-hmm. before now. And so, in Infinity War, everything's very intense because that whole movie is just really fucking intense in general. And so, like, you don't get to see any of the, like, 
OG Doctor Strange, like from his first movie, where he kind of like didn't take magic super seriously and he used it for dumb reasons sometimes, and he was like very overconfident in his abilities because that's like like his only real character trait from that movie is like being cocky and learning to be less cocky. Yeah. And so like you get to see a little bit more of Doctor Strange being like that brash, overconfident. I can this spell is so easy that it doesn't matter what I use it for because even though it can go wrong, it won't go wrong because I'm doing it. You know. So like it was cool to get to see that and then i feel like peter and dr strange like they just have like a weird dynamic like it's if like tony and peter were supposed to be like father and son surrogates it's like dr strange is like his surrogate uncle yeah we're like it's awkward but, but not like a cool uncle like yeah a dick uncle kind of yeah so anyways yeah they start to cast a spell and then everybody's gonna forget and Peter's like, wait, <laughs> yeah, but what about MJ? What about what about Ned? They're gonna forget everything. What about you know all these people? Yeah. And so he keeps changing the spell, and Strange tells him like three times. He's like, if you fuck this up, like it's not gonna be good. So then like big world, you know, like reality tearing event happens, and Uh-oh. Strange contains the spell. So like it didn't happen. So everybody still knows. Mm-hmm. And then they're talking afterwards, and. Strange is like, well, you know, if you already tried everything you can, you know, sometimes you just have to, you have to deal with the sacrifices or whatever. And then Peter's like, oh, you can like call the college. (laughs) And Strange gets pissed. This whole movie could have been avoided. Honestly. Peter would have just called the college first. (laughs) Exactly. So Strange is like mad that Peter didn't try like any smaller steps before coming to him and asking him to like brainwash everybody. Mm -hmm. So he kicks him out and he's pissed. Whenever he first shows up at the sanctum, Peter calls him sir. And he's like, oh no, you can call me something else. Like we save the world together. And he's like, okay, Steven. And he's like, that's a little bit weird. But after he messes up the spell, he's like, sir. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, Steven, I'm sorry. He's like, call me sir. sir." Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think that's where we left off in the, in the little, in the reading there. That'd be it. Yeah. So he makes him leave. Um, after Peter leaves the sanctum and realizes that he can talk to people because he's a human, mm-hmm. um, he decides that he should figure out where, like, the MIT administrator, like, find an MIT administrator that's around because he remembers there's, like, some sort of mixer that Flash was going to for MIT acceptance people. Yep. I can't talk, whatever. Um, and so he's like, I'll just talk to that administrator and at least try to get her to give... Ned and MJ a chance whether I get in or not doesn't matter because I just don't want their lives to be ruined because of me so he calls Flash tries to figure out where she is Flash says she's on her way to the airport so he starts swinging around trying to find her car he's swinging and so he gets to the car he's trying to talk to her and who should appear but Doc Ock. Oh my. And not any Doc Ock. The Doc Ock from Spider-Man to... Alfred Molina. Alfred fucking Molina. I remember there was this meme. It was like... Um, oh fuck, I can't remember what the like the first caption was. It was just like, Thanos, Infinity Stones, wake up, Peter. It's 2004. I'm going to throw a fucking car at you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. So uh, they yeah. start fighting it out on the bridge. And Peter's trying to like... Peter's <laughs> trying to save Doc Ock, sorry. Luna just fucking scooched the, the scale, scale in the bathroom. So, anyways, so he's, like, trying to fight Doc Ock, and he's trying to make sure, like, he's saving people on the bridge, and he's trying to make sure, like, the administrator doesn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he's doing all this stuff. Uh, Doc Ock actually rips a part of Peter's suit off. And, it's like, a really cool fight scene. Yeah, it's actually really cool, because you get to see, like, 
that even though the the original Spider-Man trilogy, like the Sam Raimi trilogy, it's very like campy and goofy and early 2000s and like everything that it does but I feel like this movie does a good job of integrating like that feeling from the original Spider-Man of like the villains are kind of kooky and and quirky or whatever but also making them like legitimate threats in the situation that they're in right because Doc Ock's kind of kicking the shit out of Peter for most of this fight Um, and you also get to see Peter use his intellect a little bit more than just like mm-hmm. flying and punching shit because uh Doc Ock rips off a part of Peter's suit he's wearing the Iron Spider suit so he's like ooh nanotech you've upgraded and uh he like integrates the nanobots onto his arms and then Peter actually figures out a way to, to control, control the, the arms, arms using yeah. the nanobots from his own suit and then there's a scene where uh the piece that Doc Ock ripped off of the suit is like on the chest and Peter takes off like the helmet part to cover his chest because Ock's about to stab him to death mm-hmm. and Doc Ock sees his face and he's like you're not Peter you're Parker not like Peter. who the fuck are you mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's when Doctor Strange shows up right no that's oh no no, no that's right we're right takes over the thing saves the takes over yeah, the he, arms saves he the, takes over the, the arms he saves everybody and, and then, then green the goblin, goblin shows up and uh octavius is super fucking confused because in their world he's been dead for several years um and i'm just so fucking hyped that they got willem dafoe back to play mm-hmm. green goblin <laughs> sick as hell anyway so uh they uh, osborne attacks and then as he's like lighting off some fucking goblin grenades a la Spider-Man original uh, Stephen Strange teleports them all back to the Sanctum and uh, locks Doc Ock in a cell next to Kurt Connors from the Amazing Spider-Man who's already been captured who's already been captured, big lizard boy um, so Strange explains that the corrupted spell summoned people from other universes who know Spider-Man's identity and orders Parker to find them and capture them cause like, he's like this is your problem you fucked up the spell so go find them and then I'll send them home so, yeah, that's a lot of the movie right there, too. I feel like that's just, like, a big... That fight scene is longer than I remember now that I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it. It does a, go on for a bit. It's a long fight scene. <clears throat> yeah, but Like you, we said, though, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. And, like, I don't know. I feel like this movie does a really good job, like I said, of juggling, like, the tone of the original Spider-Man movies where it was kind of weird and off the wall versus the very well-established tone of, like, the MCU. Mm -hmm. I feel like it integrates them all really well. Like, it makes them feel like they belong there, but it doesn't do that by, like, stripping away all the things that made them interesting in the first place. True. So I really like the way they introduce everybody. Anyway, so uh, as Peter is going to try to find more people he's like searching through the woods somewhere or something and he comes up on like a little electrical power station and well actually like for what yeah go ahead i'm done after that they come to the they come back to the sanctum sanctorum and dr strange is like this is your fault you need to be going out and finding them peter's like well i'm gonna need a little bit of help so he gets ned and mj to help him out and they get to work from the basement of the sanctum (laughs) sanctorum which ned thinks is incredibly cool yeah he's like so hyped about it and they're literally just like in the fucking junk drawer of the building basically he's like oh look at that it must be a medieval torture machine and mj's like no that's a pilates machine (laughs) (laughs) no it's cool and then we get to see them like 
reacting to like Kirk Connors. Mm-hmm. So like, is that a dinosaur? And then like the first time he talks, they're all fucking shocked. Yeah, and Octavius tells him his name, and they all laugh at him. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Otto Octavius, and like, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Strange gives Peter this like web shooter oh yeah his like, attachment that basically will allow him to like shoot the people and then we'll transport them back into the cells where connor's and octavius are yeah mm-hmm. yeah so then he goes out yeah so the then he goes out in the middle of fucking nowhere thank you <laughs> and uh there's like this electrical power station and electro also from amazing spider-man the second Gee. one is like forming like he's in the power grid or something it's weird i don't know how to explain it i didn't watch the second amazing spider-man because i hated the first one <laughs> sorry um <laughs> but he's like forming and uh, his body i guess i don't know and so while they're like fighting out there peter's kind of getting fucked up again but sandman from spider-man 3 shows up and like fights on Peter's side because at the end of Spider-Man 3 Peter and Sandman were cool with each other I think mm-hmm. so they're like fighting together and then uh, Flint like he when Peter teleports Electro away uh, Sandman kind of like freaks out he's like what the fuck did you do to him did you kill him I can't trust you I don't know you whatever mm-hmm. and so Peter panics and teleports him into a cell as well because he's clearly not from around there either. And then Osborne reclaims control of himself from his split green goblin personality. Okay, this, whew, this is fucking cool. All right. So I remember in the original Spider-Man movies where like the mask would talk to Norman mm-hmm. and all that shit. Um, and again, back then it was just kind of funky and goofy. You know, it was weird, like very comic booky, you know, campy type shit. Right. But in this one, it's like way heavier like they play it super heavy like they lean into that split personality exactly like schizophrenia type thing and it's super interesting actually and like you actually get to see Willem Dafoe like flex his his acting chops a little bit because you know he's a great actor he goes hard in this movie yeah (laughs) and so like you get to see him talking to Aunt May at a feast center Mm -hmm. and he's like explaining that he, he doesn't know where he is and that like He's not always in control of himself. Yeah, and whenever he's he goes to his, like his home that he's used to being his home, someone else someone is living, living there. there. Oscorp doesn't exist. He has no idea what happened to Harry. Yeah, like he's just so like lost and confused and like hurt. And it's like actually very emotional. Like I didn't go into this movie expecting it to be super emotional or anything. Like I kind of expected it to be just like nostalgia bait. Hey look, I recognize that thing. Very like Ready Player One ish. Mm-hmm. And uh this movie punches you in the fucking face. No, this movie is several like, times emotional in the truest sense of the word. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you you do feel all the sadness but also you feel scared at certain points. You mm-hmm. feel like happy well especially because like there's just such this you feel a lot of emotion (laughs) yeah like when peter walks in he sees like aunt may with norman you're you're scared too because you remember him from like the other Mm spider-man and you know like that he's been blowing shit up in this universe already so you're like what if he just fucking snapped and kills her and or he's something just a like nice that. old man yeah and he's just like a very confused old man who like wants help and it's like it's cool to see them deconstruct him mm-hmm. the way that they do. And, like, honestly, how little time they're given to do it, they really knock it out of the park, in my opinion. Because, like, they didn't have the, you know, he's not, like, the main villain. They're juggling, like, 
was six. Uh, I'd say he is. Well, I mean, like the he is the main villain. villain. But they have. But there's like five. six villain, five villains: like Electro, Sandman, uh, Lizard, Octavius, and Osborn. Is that all of them? Mm-hmm. Okay, so five. They've got five villains. Peter, MJ, Ned, May, Happy, and the other two Spider-Men. And Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange that are all, like, around for a bit. Like, it's... They juggle their characters very well, and they, the time that they spend with each character is well spent. Like, nobody feels like they just kind of got pushed aside. Like, everybody had time to breathe right. and evolve. And, and they even add stuff to a lot of characters. Exactly. Like, with Ned and what he learns throughout the movie <laughs> yeah yeah like he it's very it's very well done mm-hmm. and like like I said the stuff with Norman I think is some of the best stuff in the movie um, but we'll, we'll we'll keep we'll get there we'll get there as I said this movie hurts in several places um, anyway so he's got himself in control like under control for the moment uh, Peter finds him at feast and then Instead of, like, teleporting him back and fighting him or whatever, he just kind of, like, walks him back to the Sanctum Sanctorum Mm -hmm. um, because he's not a threat at the moment. So he puts him in a cell just to be safe, but he's, like, apologetic about it. It's kind of interesting to see. Right, yeah. To see their interactions. Um, But anyways, they get back, and everybody starts talking about them fighting Spider-Man and the last thing they remember and stuff. And they realize that everybody that got teleported here is connected in one way and it's that they die during their fights with spider-man um right so uh anyways they finally got all of them back though so strange is ready to send them back to where they came from which means they're all gonna die and peter's like wait we can't just send them back to die we should like try to help them because like he's that's what we do exactly (laughs) spider-man exactly and so he like after seeing norman's interaction with may he realizes that like they're just people that need help yeah, and he sees, like, that they're all scared to go back. Like, another one who it really, like, comes through with is, like, Electro. Because, like, he's in this new cool body and everything. And, like, he doesn't want to go back for that reason. But also because he realizes he's about to die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, you actually get to see some of the, like, the empathy that Peter has. Like, even though all these people are, like, psychos and try to kill him, he's like, we can't just send him back to die if we already know that's what's going to happen. So, uh, he tries to stop Doctor Strange from sending them back, but Strange is like, nah, they gotta go, Mm -hmm. we gotta fix this shit. Um, and it's kind of interesting to see, like, their debate, too, because, like, Peter's very idealistic, like, no, we can help them, and then maybe they won't die, and then maybe they can actually, like, change things, like, turn their lives around. Classic Peter Parker. Yeah, so he's like, we can help them, and Strange is more like doesn't matter if we can help them or not. This is the way things are supposed to be. This is the way things have to be. So we have to do this even though it sucks. Mm-hmm. So, like, you get to see more of, like, a pragmatic versus idealistic thing going on with them, which is cool because, you know, <clears throat> as you get older, you get less idealistic, and Peter's still young. Strange is older than him and seen some shit. So, yeah. anyway, it's kind of cool. Sorry, I keep getting distracted very easily by, like, every scene. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so... 
Um, they're debating. Uh, Peter takes like the box. So the spell that Strange prepared is like in a box with a literal like nuclear button. launch yeah. button. And so he's about to hit the button. Peter takes the box. Him and Strange start fighting, and Strange throws him into the mirror dimension. Oh, that fight is so cool. And this fight is dope <laughs> as fuck. Cause like Peter's fucking you know dodging shit, and Strange knows his way around the mirror dimension. Yeah. And so you get to see Strange like taking the upper hand a lot, but Peter's well, hanging he in there. Uses some math on him. Exactly. <laughs> but then Peter again, you get to see more of him being smart, not just him punching shit in this movie, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, he plots points with his webs and exactly. ends up like making Strange kind of catch himself in his own web. Yeah, he notices that like all of the spirals in the mirror dimension are like I don't remember what term he uses because I'm a dumbass and I, yeah. They're very spirally. Yeah, but he like realizes what's going on and like the geometry that the mirror dimension uses and like you said he like shoots webs it looks like in a bunch of random directions but then they all hit strange like from different angles at the same time and it's pretty awesome and it's also a fun way to get Doctor Strange the fuck out of the way because he's not relevant to the plot for a while and it would just be very bloated if he was around as a threat the entire time so they trap him in the mirror dimension Peter leaves him in there steals his ring takes the box with the spell and the nuke button and just fucking leaves him there yep (laughs) for a while yeah which is pretty cool too because it's also kind of this movie kind of ups peter's power level because like in infinity war like that era peter or like even in uh, no way home you wouldn't have expected him to hold his own far from home yeah sorry far from home you wouldn't have expected him to like hold his own with strange and in this one, you get to see him, like, he doesn't just beat the shit out of him, but he wins the fight. I mean, that's kind of a, a Spider-Man thing. He always has a way of winning fights he shouldn't. Yeah, but I mean, I just feel like this movie, like, really solidifies that he's, like, a big player in the MCU now. Yeah. Where before, he was always kind of small-time, and the other movies were about him wanting to, to be a bigger player. This movie kind of just, like, shows that he is now, Correct. which is which is cool, because it does it in a subtle way. I'm just, like, showing him winning fights and being smart yep so anyways he traps strange in the mirror dimension takes his ring and then he takes the villains back to happy's apartment which is where him and aunt may are staying while everything's crazy Mm -hmm. so he cures octavius he replaces like the corrupted chip in his head yeah they start to like kind of talk trash about Peter They're like you can't do this or whatever but Norman actually whenever he's being Norman yeah. realizes how special like Peter's mind actually is <laughs> he offers him a job if he doesn't mind like commuting across <laughs> universes and yeah. stuff well and it's cool too cause you get to see Norman be smart as fuck cause mm-hmm. like in his universe he's like the Tony Stark yeah basically but uh, they come up with a chip, and it does cure Doctor Strange, or not Doctor Strange, Doctor Octavius, who's mm. no longer an asshole, and he's just like the friendly Octavius that you remember from the beginning of Spider-Man Two, who's yeah. like actually a mentor for Peter and cares for him. Yeah, it's actually Sweet. really cool too. It's like that scene of him like taking control of the arms again, mm-hmm. and he's like, "It's so quiet. There's no voices in my head. Like they're not telling me what to do." And, like, because it actually does show him talking to the arms in their first fight, Mm -hmm. which is, like I said, another way of just, like, incorporating the old tones. But, like... That he's not fully in charge. Yeah. And, but then, like, he regains control. And, like, again, everybody in this movie is just a really fucking good actor. Because, like, you, like, the facial expressions that Alfred Molina has, like, he really sells it on, like this inner peace that he's found after not mm-hmm. having it for so long. He just looks looser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Anyways. He's really cool. So uh, they cure Octavius, but as they're walking out, he sets up a, a thing to cure Electro, like take away his electricity powers. Mm-hmm. And then he's making a thing to uh, cure... Norman next. Norman. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> making a thing to cure Norman, and his uh, spider sense starts you know, ringing some alarm bells. That part is so cool. It's very suspenseful. Yes. Yeah. Well, because you don't know what's happening. They don't tell you what's going on, and Norman's been acting like Norman for the whole time yeah. and actually helped cure Octavius and everything mm-hmm. so you think we're all good and the whole time it's like following Peter in the background Norman's like starting to look a little fishy starts to like look around like mm-hmm. you can see Dr. Octavius notice like hey he's seeming a little strange yeah and then it's but it's cool because you see all that stuff happening behind Peter mm-hmm. but the camera is on Peter stays on him and everything out like that isn't him is kind of out of focus mm-hmm. and he's just like slowly walking around and there's like a loud like ringing Noise. Yeah, and like you can't tell exactly what's going on. Like you really have to be watching to see mm-hmm. it. And then he just like webs Norman's hand before he can. Uh, I don't know. He was gonna do something. Yeah, like, before he can make yeah, his move. Exactly. And then Norman starts talking in the Green Goblin voice, <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> and he goes batshit. He convinces Electro, like, because he talks about how their stuff, like, mm-hmm. they don't need to be cured. These are gifts, and they're special, and all mm-hmm. that shit. And uh, so Electro tears off his thing that's going to take away his powers. Right. Um, and then Sandman's like, you know what? Yeah, me too. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and, and then downstairs in the truck where he's been staying for some reason, uh, what... What's his name? The lizard. The lizard. Uh, Kurt Connors. Tears through yeah. it, and he's also free now as well. Oh, because he gets pissed too. We almost forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reporter from the the Daily Bugle who follows Peter and the truckload of villainous peoples all the way back to Happy's place. And so Jameson shows up, and they call in all the fucking cops. And so Kurt runs runs up there to tell them that, like, this was a setup. He's trying mm-hmm. to get us all thrown in jail. He's not trying to help us at all. And all the cops are showing up, so it looks really bad. And then Norman's saying that they don't need to be cured anyways, and everything just goes to fucking shit. Yeah. So there's cops everywhere, and... Norman starts beating the ever-living shit out of Peter. Oh, my God. This fight is, like, like, there, there's like brutal. There's kind of, like, two fights going on. Like, Octavius versus, like, mostly everyone else. And he just kind of, like, runs away a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, Peter versus Norman, which is insane. They're, like, tackling each other through multiple levels of buildings and mm-hmm. stuff. Like... Norman's throwing him through walls and then, like, stomping him through the floor, like, on, like down to yes, the next floor. Yes, he fights floor. the other guys here, but this is mostly just a fight between these two. Yeah, and the whole time Norman's, uh, like, talking to Peter about, like, he needs to be hurt and he needs to, like, understand, like, Norman's point of, or the goblin's point of view, basically, because they are very different people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and again, Willem Dafoe really sells the change, like, his delivery, his, uh, like, the tone of his voice everything just switches when he goes into the goblin persona and it's really cool to watch yeah and so like the whole time the goblin is telling peter like you have to lose something and then you have to understand like you have to know why we do this shit whatever mm-hmm. and uh but peter while, while like going back a little bit yeah as like while norman is first webbed up and like peter's first onto him and may takes the cure or whatever for, for him norman, and yeah and peter and tells her to run, run yeah so like the whole time that they're having their fight, Aunt May is making her way down through the building as well, trying to get get away out with it. Basically. Exactly. So uh, they're fighting. It's fucking intense too. This fight is like 
just it's super one-sided because uh, you get to see Peter like he really wails on Norman and just has like no effect at all like Norman smiles at him mm-hmm. and then like throws him through three floors at once like he's just bodying Peter and so Aunt May gets to the bottom floor just as Peter and Norman crash through the ceiling. It's a lot like uh, Peacemaker and, and uh, Bloodsport whenever Ratcatcher is at the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I've seen this before. Hmm, this feels familiar. So they fall through. Aunt May has the cure, and she... Let me make sure I don't fuck this up. Sorry, this scene is... Yeah, this is an important one. <sighs> So, (laughs) so Peter and Norman are fighting and Norman, like, it's pretty clear that the whole time he's talking, his plan is to kill Aunt May so that he can hurt Peter really bad and make Mm -hmm. him evil. Um, a real like Palpatine turn Luke to the dark side type plan. Um, and May has a chance to escape, but she stops because she doesn't want to leave Peter behind and she wants to cure Norman. Mm -hmm. So she comes back to help. And Norman lights off a few grenades, which Peter, or he throws one at May, and Peter saves the grenade, like he swats it away from her and she's okay. And then Norman calls in his glider through the front door of the apartment complex. Well, before that, Aunt May also sticks him with the cure or whatever and tries to do it, but it doesn't work. Oh yeah, that's right. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. She hits him with it. It doesn't work. He like knocks her off. Then he throws the grenade. Peter saves it. So you think May's good. Mm-hmm. Because he, like, saved the grenade, and you're like, oh, shit, she's probably hurt, but she's fine. Then Norman calls the glider through the front and, it just, and just wrecks decks her. her. Yeah. It hits her hard, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that can't be good. But then Norman escapes, and she stands up, and her and Peter are talking. Yeah, they have, like, a whole conversation. Yeah. And so she's telling him, she's like, or he's like, I'm sorry, we shouldn't have done this, I should have just sent him home. She's like, no, you did the right yeah. thing. Yeah, and she's it's all like, about helping, helping everyone as much as possible. Yeah, she's like, we should help people, we did the right thing, this was the right thing to do, it doesn't matter what the results were because of, you know, what we were trying to do. And she, she drops the line. She says it. She says, because he's saying, like, we shouldn't have done this, they're not my responsibility. And she says, with great power comes great responsibility. And you realize this scene is going to get very not fun Mm -hmm. very quickly. And right after that, basically, they start to walk out and she falls down. Yeah, she collapses and he's like, what's going on? What's up? Because she, at the beginning, she's like, I just got knocked on my ass. I'm fine. We're fine. We're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And then she falls and Peter pulls his hand out like from her side and it's just covered in blood. Oh, it hurts. It hurts so bad. And he stays with her. And you know what? I mean, yes, uh, she dies, but you—that's terrible. Like, I cried whenever I watched it the first time. Devastating. <laughs> but let's not forget just to talk about how incredible of an actor Tom Holland is, man. Whenever he cries, he—that man knows how to like. Cry. He fucking blubbered, yeah. dude. It was. Cold. He knows how to make like a sad scene. Like anytime he's crying and in a sad scene, it's incredible it's so it was uh that scene hurt yeah like like i said this movie's very emotional and this I was scene not, hurt me yeah for sure i was like, not you're, ready you, aunt may doesn't die <laughs> yeah well aunt may's not the one that dies yeah. normally and then also there's never been an uncle ben in this one so you're like oh he must have already died it's like mm-hmm. they've they just skipped his origin story <laughs> nope, right there he is <laughs> nope there there was there it was and it hurt like because mm-hmm. they both sold it marissa to may mm-hmm. too she fucking like the confusion and then like the realization of what was happening and like uh, you like that 
she's scared, but she's trying not to freak out because Peter's there and he's trying mm-hmm. not to scare her. And so, like, they're just kind of sitting there trying to, like, be strong for each other and they're both crying and she's in pain. And then she goes and he just, like, loses his fucking mind. Mm-hmm. And, and Happy then, pulls up and somehow exactly. pulls up. Once. Yeah. That's just kind of... And he, like, bad. sees them laying there. How and does he manage to just pull up? But that's a whole different story. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. There's, mm-hmm. I feel like the police would have set up a perimeter yeah. or something. But anyways, he gets there, and, like, they arrest him. He's like, Peter, run. And he's like, get out of there. And then Peter's still trying to, like, tell them that he need, that they need, like, an ambulance or something. And one of the cops actually shoots him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he realizes, like, oh, I should probably leave. So he gets the hell out of there. And, uh... Damn. Yeah, it, it hurt. It was like, I don't know. Because, you know, you've seen... We've all seen Uncle Ben die. And, like, you know, that scene, it's kind of... It doesn't hit as hard. And, like, mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire's cry is kind of funny looking. <laughs> you know? This scene hurts. Basically. But this is, like, visceral pain. It sucks. It's... Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Sorry. I'm just gushing about this movie. This movie's really fucking good, by the way. Yeah, we're 40 minutes into this, and our usual episode length is around this length. Oh, shit. We're about halfway into the movie. <laughs> Damn, we're for Okay. Uh, speed run? Or, like, just no, keep going keep the going. pace? Okay. Well, like, you know. Yeah, so May dies, and it's incredibly emotional, and goddamn. So, <laughs> Ned discovers... Oh, right, so... Um, when Peter took all the evil people back to Happy's apartment to try to cure them, he gave MJ the box with the, you know, the fuck it button, and he gave Ned Strange's ring, and he's like, listen, I'll get in contact with you if you don't hear from me, you know, full Push send, it. get him out of here. And so it's been a while, and they see, like, on the news what's happening, they haven't heard from Peter like so they know the apartment complex got wrecked but they haven't heard anything so they're still waiting and she's like I'm gonna push it Ned's and like, Ned's no, like no we, we should, should wait Peter. we should ask Peter yeah. first so he's got the ring from Strange and he just like happens to find out that he can open portals yeah well his grandma said they had magic in their family exactly <laughs> so his Ned's grandma, grandma is dope yeah actually <laughs> so Ned finds out that he can open up portals and he's like, oh, I wish we could see Peter. And so he like opens up a portal and it's fucking fun. Andrew Garfield yeah. walks through. <laughs> it's him. He's in his like full thing. And then like he pulls off his mask and they're like, who the fuck are you? And they're like terrified of him because they're they like, who he prove is. us who you are. And he like jumps and sticks his hand to the ceiling. They're like, that's not enough. Proof. <laughs> he's like, yeah. And he's like, no, we need more than that. He's like, you need more than this. Right. And she's like, yeah, crawl around a little. He's like, I'm not going to crawl around no, a little. But then Ned's grandma is like, can you ask him to clear up that cobweb over there? So he <laughs> so crawls he around goes, and exactly. goes and clears up the cobweb. And so he comes off and they're like, okay, so you're Peter, but from a different universe. And Ned's like, okay, well, let me Let's try, try again. Let's try Peter. Yeah. So he does it again. <gasps> and it's your boy, Toby Maguire, the OG. Looking good, too. Look at, honestly, yeah. yeah. He does look older, but, like, not in bad shape at all. Mm-hmm. So he comes through, and he wasn't... Because, like, Andrew Garfield was wearing his suit, and uh, OG Peter's just, like, wearing clothes. You know, regular street clothes. Mm-hmm. He comes through, and he's, like... They're obviously playing him as, like, the more experienced one, kind of like the Peter B. from in yeah. the Spider-Verse. Because he comes through, and he's like... Oh, you must be his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, he comes through and he sees Andrew Garfield, and he's like, "You're not their friend." 
Like, he knows that Andrew Garfield is a Spider-Man, but not the one from this universe. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, very calm about everything. Although, Whereas, him and Andrew like, Garfield do have, have, like, a little, a, bit of a standoff, little Mexican standoff. It lasts standoff, for, like, yeah. two seconds until they realize what's going on. Yeah, and then Ned's grandma's like, can you guys clean up the web? <laughs> She's pissed. <laughs> And she just, like, storms off to bed. She's like, fuck this. So, uh, yeah, they find the other Spider-Man. So, they're trying to figure out where their Peter from that universe is. And... Toby says, isn't... Is, is there, there like, a, place? a place that yeah. you can go to, like, think through all of this? And MJ knows where to go. It's on top of the roof where they had a cute scene earlier, basically. Yeah. Just bonding. But they go there, and guess who's there? Peter... <laughs> Old Tom. Tommy Peter. He is not having a good time yeah. at all. He's and sad. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, Ned and MJ are comforting him, and then, like, she says, we brought some people that we think you should meet. Mm-hmm. And the other Spider-Men show up, and at first he's very defensive. He's ready to fight him. I wouldn't understand what I'm going through anyway. Yeah, and so they have the big scene of, like... We do you? understand what you're going through. Uncle Ben died. Gwen Stacy died. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> and uh, he tells him what Aunt May's last words were. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess not last words, but like what she said right before she died. And uh, they realize that like this is they're all living the same yeah. story, but mm-hmm. like they know what part he's in, mm-hmm. and they the talk about part, yeah. yeah, and they talk about how. It affected them and how they went to dark places and they did things that they regretted and they want to help him not do that because he's ready to push the button, send everybody home, whether they die or not. He doesn't care. And they're like, you know, that's not the right thing to do. We'll help you do the right thing because that's just what we do. That's what we do. And it's just a really cool scene of them all getting to meet up for the first time and like hash out their various origin stories that are all kind of the same, but be supportive, be spider bros. So, the other Peters encourage him to fight in May's honor. It's like, you got to do what she would have wanted you to do. You got to do what she would have expected of you. Mm -hmm. So, they go back to a lab somewhere. I guess at Peter's high school or something. Yeah, it's at the school. Like, right underneath where they're... Oh, right. That's right. They're on the roof of the school. So, they go in and they're like, okay, let's get these cures going because we already cured Octavius. So, they... uh, they make so all clearly their, it can be done. Yeah. So they make all their various cures because uh, Andrew Garfield has, is like, I've cured Connors before. I'll just do it again. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tobey Maguire is making Sandman. know how to fix Octavius. No, he knows or, how to. No, or, not uh, Octavius. Osborne. Uh, Osborne. That's right. He makes, he makes Osborns because he's like, I've been thinking about this for a long time because, you know, he feels responsible for Osborne's death in his universe. And then Tom Holland is making... Sandman's, I guess. I don't remember. They're all She's making doing different science, cures. basically. Yeah, <laughs> and they're working together with Ned and everything. Yeah, and when so Ned like... calls them all Peter, <laughs> he says, "Hey, Peter," trying to get like Tom Holland's attention. They're all like, "What?" He's like, uh, "Peter Parker." <laughs> they're all like, uh, "That doesn't clear anything." What? <laughs> Do you have the slightest idea how this little whole that scene's really done? funny? And then like they're getting ready to go out to battle, and like Toby Maguire is still wearing like his regular clothes, and <laughs> Andrew Garfield's like, "Are you gonna go out there dressed as uh, a cool, cool youth, youth pastor?" pastor yeah. <laughs> I saw this with my brother, who was a youth pastor. <laughs> he was offended. <laughs> But no. it's also kind of cool. Like, this scene has, like, it's just talking, but there's a lot to it. Like, there's mm-hmm. the whole, like, uh, Toby tells Ned about his, like, best friend being Harry and, like, how he died in his arms after trying to fight him. And Ned starts to get awkward around MCU Peter <laughs> <Yeah>. afterwards. <laughs> and then, like, um, 
Andrew Garfield's watching MJ and MCU Peter just kind of like be together a little bit and mm-hmm. like Toby's like oh do you have your own MJ and or he asked Toby about MJ and his universe and Toby's like yeah we're still together we're going strong great and then he's like I bet there's an MJ out there for you too and giving him a little bit of hope yeah especially after Gwen's well, it's cool too I like the way they like again how they integrate all these different universes because mm-hmm. they all still feel like themselves from their own movies for sure because like Andrew Garfield is uh the funniest one he's the you cool know, with, guy yeah, yeah the cool guy with like the you're gonna go dress as a cool youth pastor type mm-hmm. shit but then like you also have Tobey Maguire with like the the kind of melodramatic like over the top shit where he's like mm-hmm. do you have a best friend and then he just like trauma dumps on Ned yeah yeah. About like this. And like Andrew Garfield is also kind of like hurt and like low self esteem, just how he is in his. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, because they come up with, the, they get all their cures and they come up with this plan of where they should lure all the people to to cure them. And uh, they're like preparing for battle. Mm-hmm. And like Tobey Maguire starts stretching and Andrew oh, Garfield's yeah. and he like. Pops his back yeah, he's like, here, let me pop your back. And he's like, wow, that feels incredible. Thanks. Yeah, and, and then they have their scene together where yeah, like, and they're he's all like, talking about like who's like the coolest people you fought. And Toby's like, well, you've met some of mine, like Doc Ock and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, I fought an alien once, and then Tom Holland's like, oh, I fought an alien in space. And they're all like, whoa, you fought in space? And he's like, well, I don't want to brag, but I'm part of the Avengers. Oh, yeah, and, and they're, they're like, like, what is that? Yeah, because they talk <laughs> Oh, wait, and, like, no, 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 that's yeah, actually... Yeah, that's, that's, that's later, later but that is funny. We'll that's, touch on it again. Yeah, no, but because no, no. this one, they're, like, talking about it, and... Uh, this is when Andrew Garfield's like, man, you guys are so I cool. I haven't I'm fought just, anybody cool. I'm just yeah. so lame. I never fought an alien. I fought a Russian in a big machine. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I'm so lame. And Tobey Maguire's like, wait, <laughs> wait, you're not lame, dude. You're amazing. And I want you to say it. And he gives him the whole stop, like, so, stop talking down about yeah, yourself. Yeah, he's like, it's all about the positive self-talk. I want to hear you say scene, you're amazing. Yeah. And he's like, thanks, man. I really amazing. need to hear that. Amazing spider Exactly. <laughs> and so, anyways, um... I love that scene. It's Electrum, probably my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, I love just like, like all just... growing together. <laughs> and like right before the fight, like uh, Andrew's like, you know what? I love you guys. And they're like, um, okay. yeah, and they just like don't fucking say yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Any, I forgot about that. And poor Andrew, he's hurt. <laughs> Anyways, so then I think Electro's the one that shows up first, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he's got like an arc reactor that. Somebody stole out of Happy's apartment because Happy had an arc reactor for some reason. Yeah. Or uh, whatever. And so he's, like, way more powerful, and they start fighting, and all three of the Peters realize that none of them... Or, like, that they're not working together as a team. Well, actually, just around, like, at the same time, uh, Flint, the Sandman shows up, and Mm -hmm. Connor shows up as well, and they're, like, getting destroyed. Oh, that's what it is, yeah. It's because they're all trying to, like, 1v1 and, like, pass cures between Mm -hmm. themselves, and, like, the plan isn't going right, and they're not working together, and, like, running into each other, Mm -hmm. and, like, webbing the cures away from where they need to go For some reason, like, the villains just, like, let them take a little time out, which I don't don't know how this happens. True, this time out isn't that long, though, and but so they like, like stop and they have the conversation. Well, because I think they kind of like web them. They web them up or something. Like oh, they, yeah. they they temporarily like, stop. They slow them down so that they can have this talk. And then MCU Peter's like, he's like, yo, yeah. we need to get our shit together. We're I'm not working as a working team. In a team. Yeah. I'm an Avenger. They're like, like, whoa, is that? I, just, a I don't mean to brag, but I guess I'm gonna brag because I'm an Avenger. And Tobey Maguire's reaction is my favorite because he goes, that a wow, band? that's great. What is that? Like a band or something? <laughs> what? Are, what's the Avengers? Yeah. And then he's like, you guys don't have those? <laughs> you guys don't have those? 
And so, yeah. No, but then, like, they're, like, discussing their plan, and, like, they can't just keep saying Peter, so Tom Holland's like, I'm Peter 1. And then they're, like, debating between who's Peter 2 and who's <laughs> Peter 3. Yeah. And then eventually he's just like, Peter 1, Toby, you're Peter 2, you're Peter 3. And Andrew Garfield's like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is Peter 3, though. Let's <laughs> yeah, be honest. Although, okay, like, going off topic, like, before this movie, he was, I mean, I do think he's still probably Peter 3, but he was, like, it was, like, Peter 1A, Peter 1B, and then, like, Peter 1E. But now it's, like, Peter 1A, Peter 1B, Peter 1C, you know? Like, True. there's not a biz- big of a gap. Between. This movie is so good. They really so did a good. lot for that version yeah. of Spider-Man. Like, this movie's so good that it makes Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man better, better mm-hmm. which is insane. Because, um, man, that first movie was bad, and I've heard the second one was worse. <laughs> so, anyways. But, like, yeah, they figure out their shit, and uh, Tom Holland's Peter Parker kind of, like, takes the lead, calls the shots a little kind bit. Kind of Iron man Exactly. Um, he's, like, stepping up a little bit. So... I'm sure that'll never happen again. Yeah, so, uh, they're fighting, they work together finally, and they cure, um, Flint Marco first. Uh, so Sandman, they cure him first, and they cure Connors, and then they cure, uh, Electro afterwards. Mm. So, because uh, Octavius actually shows up and to he's help the him one out. who actually ends up like curing Electro. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he cures Electro, and then that kind of turns the tide in the battle. Um, uh, Toby Maguire cures Sandman because that's his thing, and then Andrew Garfield cures Connors, mm-hmm. and they both get to have like scenes with their respective villains of like, man, you we're know, cool. well, not just we're cool, but also like. I'm sorry that I couldn't save you before, and, like, I'm glad I get this second chance, kind of. Yeah, and there's, like, the part where, like, (laughs) Electro's, like, talking to Andrew Garfield in the suit, and he, like, takes his mask off, and he's like, you're from Queens, you're helping people out. You know, I thought you would be black. (laughs) And he's like, there's gotta be a black Spider-Man out there somewhere talking about uh, Miles Morales. Miles Morales, Morales, which hopefully we get a Miles Morales Mm -hmm. in MCU. I'd be down as fuck. Or he could have just been referencing that Logic song, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Anyways, so yeah, you get to see... Everybody people. That lyric just hits, doesn't it? I mean, everybody do be people. What? (laughs) He was like, you know, I got a great hook for a song. Everybody people. Solved everything. <laughs> <laughs> Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Racism defeated. <laughs> we did it, boys. Discrimination is no more. Thank you, Logic. <laughs> nah, Logic's alright. <laughs> but, but it is cool to get to see, like, the... Because you also get to see Octavius and Tobey Maguire have, like, a reunion because Octavius has already been cured. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's just cool to get to see them, like, get it, you know, just that little short, like, reconciliation with the villains. Because, like, they had personal connections mm-hmm. to all of them. Yeah. Until... Until Osborn shows up. Oh, also, during this fight, MJ and Ned are off in the science lab, but they get drawn in because Ned can't close portals and he can only open them for some reason. But, uh, <laughs> the lizard, like, acts, like, hears them and, like, goes and chases them around, but they get chased back to, like, the main... Oh, yeah, so, there. yeah, Ned and MJ are at the Statue of Liberty. And that's how, like... Through serendipitous They, like, open up another portal to rush in some water, and mm-hmm. it takes him out, and then they open up another portal, and that's where Strange comes out of oh yeah because yeah. they yeah because ned can only open them so he's just like mm-hmm. they're running for their lives from lizard and he ends up releasing strange so um 
oh, while they're doing this, right, the spell like starts getting worse because the like the rift between the the different universes, mm-hmm. you see more people start to come through well, after like, it Strange starts to get gets a little out. bit worse, and like Doctor Strange starts to work on that, which kind of puts him out of the battle a little bit. Exactly, again, and then that's whenever Osborn shows up. Yeah, so. Uh, uh, Peter goes to fight Norman, mm-hmm. and uh, he's pissed. the ever-living shit yeah, out of Yeah, so man. this time around, he's, like, wailing on Norman, like, and there's this scene where, like, he jumps up in the air, he does that thing, so... Oh, yeah, and, like, whenever Norman, we, like, rolls out of the, yeah. out of the punch, and he, like, punches the, uh... Because they're on that shield. They're, yeah. They, they were going to put a Captain America shield on the Statue of Liberty <laughs> in the MCU, and they knocked the shield off, so they're fighting inside the Captain America shield, and Peter, like, he jumps up in the air, webs the, the ground, and, like, whips <clears> back <throat> down, and he fucks that shield yeah, up, dude. and Norman almost died there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, makes me think of, like, the Spider-Man game, so we play like we have JT has a PS4 setup and we play Spider-Man sometimes and so we like to play this game called uh, is that guy dead whenever <laughs> Spider-Man just like whips a fucking manhole cover into know, their Spider-Man face Spider-Man doesn't kill anyone exactly yeah. so you know like you yeet some dude off a building we'll be like that guy's probably dead <laughs> and although so, like, within the lore of the game supposedly he's like somehow webbed to the side No, yeah, of the you building. see him webbed to the yeah. side of the building if you go past. But, like, there's just things like, he jumps, and he does that exact move where, like, he jumps up in the mm-hmm. air and then webs the ground and Superman punches him as he's, like, whipping back down. And that's always one of those things, like, I feel like that guy would be dead. Like, I yeah. feel like that would kill but, a person. Like, Norman ends up avoiding that. Yeah, punch. but, like, MCU, it's canon that if mm-hmm. Peter did that move, he would 100% kill a motherfucker. Absolutely. Because he... Whereas, like, the, came the, in hot. The bro. earlier fight between, like, Osborne and Peter is really one sided. This one is as well, but it's just Peter beating the shit out of Osborne. Yeah, well, because he's, like, he's got that rage, bro. Mm-hmm. He's fueled. And so, and Norman wants it, too. Mm-hmm. Again, it's very, like, Palpatine where it's like, yeah, kill me, be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Norman, he's on the ropes. Peter's been beating the hell out of him. He's almost killed him, like, twice at this point. He's like, you know what I can kill you with? Yeah, so he picks up the glider Mm -hmm. and, like, raises it up over his head to stab Norman. And who should appear but Tobey Maguire. He stops Peter from stabbing Norman. Which is exactly what Tobey Maguire has done to him before. Exactly. Well, Tobey Maguire isn't the one that stabbed him. Yeah, but it's the same. But he didn't save him either, Yeah. yeah. So... He drops down, he stops him, he's like, you know, I know what you're going through right now, but this isn't the way, we have to help him, mm-hmm. that's share, what like, we do. They a long look, it's, it's intense. Yeah, and like, there's just this really intense eye contact, and while it's happening, Norman fucking stabs Toby Maguire through the back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no, they're not gonna kill Toby. They're not no. gonna kill him, no. I really thought Toby was gonna die there. So, yeah, me too, because he just fucking collapses and he's out of the scene, mm-hmm. and then, uh... Andrew Garfield throws Norman's cure to Peter. And he Peter grabs it, hits Norman in the neck with it. Hard enough, probably, to kill a normal person, but it's Norman. Mm. And uh, cures him. And then Norman, like, realizes that the goblin has taken over. And he's Mm. like, oh, God, you know, like, what did I do? Mm. And uh, Tobey Maguire is fine, apparently. Yeah, he said I've been stabbed in the back before. (laughs) Just, like, before in the previous trilogy. (laughs) Exactly. So, like, he just kind of gets up. Well, he doesn't just, like, get up. Like, Andrew oh, Garfield's supporting him. He's definitely struggling. Oh, there's, like, skipping ahead a little bit. Whenever Peter's saying goodbye to them, and, like, he walks away, it cuts to those two. And Andrew, Andrew Garfield's, Garfield's like, like, you're in a lot of pain, aren't you? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, this is really <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he's he's struggling, but he's holding it together mm-hmm. for, for Tom. And uh, they so they cure Osborne, and then Peter realizes that 
the like the other universes people it's are still coming apart, yeah. yeah and you see like silhouettes in the sky of like rhino and some other people mm-hmm. and you're like oh they're all coming and dr strange is like i don't know if i can stop this and peter says what if everyone forgets? what if everyone forgets not just that peter parker spider-man what if everyone forgets that peter parker ever existed he's mm-hmm. like you have to make it so nobody knows that i was ever a thing basically strange and strange is like work yeah strange is like that would work but are you sure about that because they'll all forget that you ever Mm -hmm. even were born no one will remember you they won't remember any of the experiences they had with you like are you sure this is like and peter's like yeah that's fine and this is one of the scenes that like it's so subtle but it made me tear up for sure is whenever dr strange is like are you sure you want to do this what about the people who love you but uh, like we he says we. yeah he says we like what about the people who care about you? He's like, like i love you <laughs> like he doesn't want to go through with this because he cares for peter himself exactly the we mm. well because then he stops and corrects Chef's himself kiss, too yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and peter's like we have to it's the only way yeah. and so strange is like all right well say your goodbyes goodbye. i'll see you around yeah. and uh so Peter goes and says goodbye to the other Spider-Man. It's sad. Yeah. He says, I'll see you around, guys. And then yeah. he starts to go away. And, and he gives him a big hug. He gives him a big old hug. And then I think he says, I love you guys, right? Yeah. Like the, and like Andrew's like, I always wish I had brothers. Exactly, bro. It's so sweet, <laughs> yeah. actually. And then he leaves. And that's when Andrew is like, you're in a lot of pain, aren't you? He's like, yeah. Yeah. And so, as he leaves, the like the other Spider-People and the, the villains are, are sent transported home, yeah. back to their dimensions or universes or whatever. Yeah, and so Peter goes to say goodbye to MJ and Ned. <laughs> it hurts. It does. Oh, this God. movie's painful, bro. <laughs> like, the Ned goodbye hurts, and you're like, oh, man, that was fucking terrible. I don't know how I'm gonna... And then they do the MJ goodbye, and yeah. it's even worse. And they're like... And, and he says that he'll find her, and he'll make her remember somehow. And she won't let him say I love you. Like, yeah. she stops him with the kiss or whatever, but as, like, he's about to, like, swing away, she's, like... She like yeah. mouths I love you to him. <sighs> Man. Bro, it's and it all hurts. the it hurts. all the performances are so good. Cause like the thing too is like Ned accepts it sooner than MJ does. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you know, like he gets that that's the way it's gotta be. That like if Peter said it, then that's what has to happen. Yeah. And MJ's like, no, maybe we can figure something out. Like there's gotta be another way. And he's like, no, there isn't. And like, damn, it hurts. Everybody's crying. I was crying. And they're like, I'll find you again no matter what. Exactly. Okay. Great movie. Love it love MJ and Peter love Ned and Peter why are they in love it's been one week since they really started dating in Europe and on an like I understand like maybe through all that they've gone through it can kind of help make maybe grow love a little bit more because it's been a lot of shit that they've gone through in the last mm. week but then also like throughout the movie like MJ and Ned are really good friends and yeah. literally in the previous movie that took place a week ago like they barely are interacting with each other at all small complaint but it's definitely an issue <laughs> yeah i mean they do like they force some chemistry here but i think it works because it works. all the actors actually have chemistry with each other i wish screen. that it would have been more like that in the previous exactly movies. yeah no yeah, i agree it's more with you of a there. knock on the previous movies than this one yeah they definitely could have established that better um, anyways but even with that being said it hurts they oh. sell it they oh they God. fucking send it it hurts and it hurts. And so, an update, it hurts. So, yeah. <laughs> Two-word two word review of a Spider-Man No Way Home. It hurts. <laughs> That's. I think we just found the episode title. <laughs> it hurts. An update, it hurts. So, uh, yeah. So, he says goodbye, and he swings away before they can, before Strange mm-hmm. can finish the spell so that they, like, won't see his face. And, uh... 
It cuts to the shot of the Statue of Liberty without the shield. Mm-hmm. Looking over the New York skyline. And then we get to, I guess it's not really an epilogue, but it kind of feels like an epilogue because mm-hmm. this movie's kind of long. Yeah. Like, not super long, but two like... Two and a half hours. I feel like longer than a normal MCU movie. For sure. Right? Maybe I'm wrong about that, but anyways. So we get to see Peter, like, you know, Aunt May is dead. And like, even though nobody remembers him, Aunt May is still dead. Mm-hmm. So, like, he doesn't have a place to stay. We see him getting in a, a shitty apartment, um, mm-hmm. moving in his stuff. He sets up. Like, uh, some things that remind him of Ned and MJ. Like, he's got the little Lego Palpatine from their mm-hmm. Death Star. Some other shit. And he, uh, he goes to MJ's work, and he's, like, rehearsing this speech that he's gonna say oh, to her. yeah. And, like, he sees her and Ned, and he just kind of, like, realizes that she's not gonna remember, and that it's not worth causing this whole scene and then also like like, if he he would seem crazy if he did it you know like he can't just do that so he just like buys a coffee Mm -hmm. but throughout this whole scene they still have chemistry yeah it's like awkward like like random like connection type chemistry from like the real world but it's intense Mm -hmm. between these two yeah and she is wearing the necklace that he gave her still yeah so hopefully there's hope for the future I mean I'm sure they're gonna remember him but like like he gives Ned one last look and it's like oh yeah and like he starts to tear up as he's like just waiting for a coffee and he's like are you excited she gives it to him for charge though yeah true and then like he asks if she's excited for MIT and mm-hmm. you can see him start to tear up yeah. <laughs> and then like it, he puts scene, the he puts again? the coffee cup up in his apartment and it like hurts. you see him studying to get his GED since mm-hmm. it's like he never existed and then there's one more punch in the gut scene where uh, Peter goes to see Aunt May's grave and Happy's there mm-hmm. of course Happy has no fucking idea who Peter is mm-hmm. um and they're just like, and, oh, she was a great woman. Yeah. And then they ask him how, like, how he knew her. And he says, through Spider-Man. And they're like, yeah, me too. Which, a little bit of a mess, if you want to get into it a little sure, bit. Sure, whatever. How does Happy know Aunt May? <laughs> because the only way he's ever met her is through knowing that Peter is Spider-Man. Like, yes, he can know Spider-Man as a character and know Spider-Man. But the only way he would actually know Aunt May... Is by knowing that Peter was Spider Man, like he may have dated her separately, like that could have happened, like they could have known each other, but the only way that he would have actually, like, really met her in the first place is through knowing Peter as Spider Man. My response to that is that human memory is really weird, and when things don't make sense in our heads, we kind of like patch up our own memories with stuff that isn't true to make them make sense to us. So if Happy's brain was like suddenly wiped of Peter's existence, but he still knew May and was like in love with her, and he knew that Peter was Spider-Man previously, but doesn't know that Peter's Spider-Man anymore, he just knows that Aunt May and Spider-Man were connected somehow. So your brain, to make your reality make sense, would fill in the gaps of like, I met her through Spider-Man. And like people, there's a lot of like cases of people creating completely false memories. Yeah, for sure. To like make their lives make sense. So I don't like, know, I'm just saying. I get that it's a no, whole. If, if you're having to use that to justify it, then that's a problem with the writing. No, yeah, so, I, get, <laughs> I get that it's a whole, but it's also one that I'm like, not that upset about. Like normally holes like that. I'm like, man, that's not that hard to fix. But in this one, it's like you and can't I mean, have this scene. Like, don't get me that. wrong, it's not that big of a deal. But yeah. it's it's just a little messy. It's probably like the only thing in the movie that I think is messy. Is yeah. That. But that's 
No, and if that's, that's my one complaint about this <laughs> yeah. movie. Then damn. <laughs> no, and I agree with you there. Like I said, normally I would, I feel like I would be more of a stickler on it. Like I would be more on your side. Mm-hmm. But this one to me seems like one of the more like easily explained. Even though, like I said, like you're right, you shouldn't have to jump through hoops to, to explain it logically. But the thing is, like this one makes sense to me, and this scene is really fucking good. And you can't have this scene without some sort Agreed. of. Agreed. Yeah, of I'm, I like this there. scene. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm just wondering. <laughs> but so. anyways, he goes back to his apartment, checks out his crime scanner, very Spider-Man PS4. Yeah. And like you see that he's been working on his suit and he jumps out in his new suit to be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do actually like do a little like. Uh, Jameson scene where he's like who is Spider-Man if he was a real hero he would reveal who he is like proving yeah. that he's gone from everyone's <clears throat> memory which also if you notice throughout the film whenever they cut to Jameson at first it's just him like in a like like barely like a small green screen surrounded by like yeah. an apartment or something but like later on in the film he's in a full new studio Cause like him breaking the story, I guess it's him breaking the story of like Peter Parker being Spider-Man, like oh, made him rich. Exactly. Yeah, that's probably true. That's mm-hmm. I didn't catch that. That's yeah. cool. So that's the whole movie. Whoa. And uh, hour oh. and eight minutes into the podcast. Yeah. Well, we've had longer ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had longer ones over single episodes of Low Key, probably. <laughs> probably. Well, and my other thing with this one, I don't mind taking our time with this oh one. Oh my god, it was so, so good. Oh. Yeah, say, normally, you like everything and I hate everything. This movie is fucking gas. Mm-hmm. And I think we're on the same page with that one. It's Absolutely. so good. I think that it does just as good, like, as far as other MCU movies go, I always talk about Infinity War because I think it's I think it's still probably up there with the best, but I think this movie's absolutely tied with it for the best MCU movie. Mm. I think this movie's tied with Into the Spider Verse for best Spider Man movie. Okay, so I agree with you. It's definitely highly rated. I don't know about best MCU movie tied for it. It's definitely top five, and Spider Verse is still the best Spider Man movie. Okay, I I yeah okay. I would say it's a close, <laughs> I would say it's a close second with Spider Verse mm-hmm. though. It's cl- it's a clear number two. It goes like. Spider Verse is a Spider Verse, and then it's like Spider Man Two. Right, Sp- Spider Verse is like S plus tier, mm-hmm. and then this movie is like S tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this movie is really fucking good, and I I don't know I think that this movie is better than than Endgame. Uh, better it's better than, than Endgame. Yeah, yeah, I think I I still think Infinity War is number one, probably the number one MCU I movie. Agree. But I think this is my number two. Mm. Because it's definitely my top five. I fucking love. Well, this we'll get movie. into that in a future podcast. Oh yeah, a little teaser. Ooh. Um, I don't talk about it yet. I guess we'll just have to make you guys wait. Ooh. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think this movie's fucking incredible. I think it's the best thing that the MCU's put out in the last like two or three years. Agreed. Uh, I think it's the probably the best movie of the year. I said that about Dune. I think that <laughs> I think this movie and Dune are equally good but very different. For me this is definitely the movie. I think this, this movie is way better than Dune. I think this movie is way more entertaining, way more enjoyable. I still think Dune is just like a different type of movie. Like I still think that Dune is in contention for best movie of the year, but I think this movie is way more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And this movie like Dune is very cerebral and this movie is very emotional. Like this movie really guts you mm-hmm. at many different points and I think that just in that department of like making you feel things which like art should do mm-hmm. this movie absolutely 
fucking curb Knocks stomps Dune. Yeah. yeah. So like this might be the best movie of the year. It I is think it's me. incredible. Yeah. Jesus Christ, the performances are insane. Mm-hmm. Juggling the characters. That's why I compared it to Infinity War because Infinity War had so many characters to juggle. Right. And this one has a and shit ton of characters them as well from very well universes. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I think this movie to me jumps up right behind Infinity War is because not only is it juggling maybe not the same amount of characters but a big cast of characters it's also incorporating you know movies that came out in 2004 or whatever and like integrating those characters into an MCU that's extremely well established but also like paying homage to those characters and making them feel still like themselves while melding into the MCU but then like also still feeling like it's own thing like it's not just nostalgia bait which, yeah, like I said, I, I was terrified that this movie was just going to be like, there's Doc Ock, there's Tobey Maguire, oh, it's a good movie because yeah. Norman Osborn's in it. But, like, it's actually fucking gas, mm-hmm. and everybody's on point. There's not a single bad performance in this movie. And it doesn't, like, like it slows down, but it's never, like, bad. <laughs> I think it's well-paced. Because, mm-hmm. like, it is at least a two and a half, right? 228, mm-hmm. something like that. <clears throat> a little bit longer than some other MCU movies, longer than other movies in general because, like, they don't have to be 90 minutes to be feature fil- film length. And uh, this movie, like, knows when to take its time but it also knows when to, like, stomp on the gas. Mm-hmm. And I really think that it's just... It's really well put together. I can't... I could gush about it for another hour. Oh, me as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so good. We gotta... Gotta wrap it up here. So... Rating, final thoughts, go. Five kernels. Let's oh, go. shit. Let's go. It's so good. <laughs> it is really good. I First ever five kernels on the podcast. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I'm scared to give anything five kernels. Bro, do it. But also, like, yeah. Something's I feel like gotta get it. I, I, like, I just hesitate ever to say that anything gets, like, a perfect score. This gets score. five kernels, and Spider-Man out into the Spider-Verse gets six out of five kernels. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm always scared to give things, like, the highest score possible, because, like, there's always things that any movie can do better. Yeah, but you could just say it's above the ranking, bro. But... <laughs> give, it, give it five kernels, bro. I think that this is a five kernel. I think hey. that five kernels, to me, doesn't necessarily mean that everything's perfect. It just means that this movie is kick-ass, you yeah. know? Like, every... Nothing... No movie ever is going to be completely perfect, mm-hmm. but this is about as close as you can get, in my opinion. It's really good. It's a great movie, and just like <laughs> like I said, there's not very many movies anymore. Like you kind of just get jaded, I guess, and you're like, oh, somebody died in this movie. Oh well, goodbye character. I don't hurt. give a shit anymore. Yeah, like Aunt May's death was like this terrible. movie gives you felt it. Like yeah. gave me like genuine emotions, mm-hmm. like. Damn, it's really good. So I, I'll go with for sure five kernels. All right. <sighs> Any last thoughts? Anything you want to you want to add? Anything you want to throw in there? Yeah, uh, the post credit scenes. <laughs> There's the 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 scene with Venom sitting at a bar in Mexico, and he's like fucking around being Eddie Brock and Venom, and Just then being a fucking he gets idiot. To, like trans. Boarded back to his dimension or universe or whatever, leaving behind a little bit of the Venom symbiote, which starts to crawl. And it's like, oh my god. Venom in the MCU, Ooh, holy no. shit. And then there's also another one, which is literally just a trailer for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Which oh, looks yeah. insane. Looks it looks really, really cool. good. Yeah. I'm super hyped about that. But Spider-Man No Home, 
incredible five out of five. Five out of five from both of us. This <laughs> might be the only time that that's ever going to happen. Honestly. I I feel like if it ever happens again, it will be a very long time from now. Very rare. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Venom in the MCU is an interesting prospect, though, because, like, maybe we'll get a good Venom movie. Also that, but also, apparently, I've seen a theory that, like, Eddie Brock is just going to be the Venom of Andrew Garfield's universe, so they're in the same universe as well. Oh, yeah, well, that would make sense, because mm-hmm. Sony... Yeah, you know, so like, maybe we'll get some more Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Maybe. Maybe we'll get a third Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. And maybe, I don't know, it's just, like, this movie being so good and, and doing well at the box office and everything means that, you know, studios don't do anything unless it's going to make them a lot of money. And this did. And this made a shit ton like of money. Like, in COVID. Exactly. Yeah. So, that's, like, this opens up some interesting possibilities for, like, more crossovers. Maybe, like, Spider Wars, which is, like, this big comic book arc that's really fucking convoluted mm. and strange. But, you know, like, they could distill it and, and try to make a couple movies about that and, like... You know, maybe give... Um, it's got so many doors to open. Yeah, yeah. Like so it, it gives you a lot of cool things to, to theorize about and hopefully to see eventually. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's it. pretty much all I got unless... Yeah. Well, I guess there's probably just like one thing left to say. Oh, yeah? What is that? Yeah. <laughs>